Hey guys, what's up? I'm Molly. <laughs> Jeez, look. Oh, I, I didn't see it. All right, well, hey guys, I'm Molly. I'm G. I'm Annie. And welcome back to We Met on IG, the podcast. Um, today's topic is going to be hustle culture. Actually, the damn hustle culture is what I'm reading on our sheet here. <laughs> so we're going to get in and touch upon a few different topics within this topic. Um, I feel like this is really prevalent in today's world. And it also has been for like the past like five years. I feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe not five years, but I don't know. Love to hear your take on that. But I just feel like over the past few years, this has really like exploded this whole idea. So I'm actually excited to talk about this topic. Um, I would also first love to talk about your guys' favorite Met Gala looks. We don't have to get into it. I just want to hear what your favorite was because everyone's been recapping it on their stories. And I'm like, I don't freaking care. Yeah. Language. What anyone else thinks. I just like, like to look just to look, but curious about what you guys thought. So I definitely didn't see everybody's like I saw like the main people that like I know there's like a lot of people that. I just don't yeah. even know who they are. I'm not that great with celebrities. Um, but my favorite was Kim. She just looked stunning in that Marilyn Monroe dress. Um, and somebody that I really didn't understand but was on theme was Billie Eilish. Oh, she was um, one of my favorites. Oh, I didn't love it. It was very, very, very on theme. But I just didn't think – I don't know. I don't – I didn't love it. I don't think that any of them should be able to walk down the red carpet if they aren't in theme. And yeah. I don't think that any of them were. Well, most of them were. Like, even, like, Kim K, like, while she did look amazing, it was supposed to be, like, it's not the Gilded Age. portrayal. Yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> you missed last year because you decided yeah. to be yourself. And um, that was weird. But, like, everyone just, like, goes so hard to the point where it's, like, I mean, you can't even, like, enjoy their outfits. And, like, yesterday, I was looking at the outfits, and I just, like, kept, like, showing my boyfriend. I'm like, so what do you think of this? What do you think of this? How do you sit in this? Like, they have to wear that all night. And it's just amazing. Yeah. I heard that right after Kim walked the red carpet, immediately when she got the top of the stairs, she actually changed into a replica of the gown because... Obviously, she couldn't, like, sit and move around in that since she barely fit in it in the first place. Yeah. Like, she spent, like, what, $4 million on that dress? That's what Ripley's, believe it or not, spent to get the dress. I don't know if she had to pay to wear it. But it's worth Probably not, because I would guess no, because, the, like, the press that they're getting is probably insane. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree. Literally nobody was on theme. I also think the theme was just stupid because it was like also American. So it was like, th- that was the theme last year. So part two of last year. Yeah. I just feel like they could have done well, a lot just better. Like, just like our politicians, we are going back in time. Yeah. With the yes. Yes. That's a whole. Yeah. <laughs> they should have made that the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Cosmopolitan actually did a TikTok where they talked about Kim Kardashian, but on the screen, it was all about Roe versus Wade. So you like were reading something completely different than what they were talking about. Oh. It was just to get people's attention. Interesting. Yeah. I liked Blake Lively's um, and I liked the backstory behind hers. I thought that it was semi on theme. I didn't think it was like particularly like 
you know. Gilded. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anyone, like G was saying, was on theme. But no. she was my favorite if I had to pick. I feel like, honestly, I understand why they do a theme, but, like, I feel like they just shouldn't because no one follows it. Like, just stop doing a theme and just say, like, wear your most outrageous, crazy thing that you want to wear. Um, I will say I hated Kylie Jenner's look. That was, like, really bad. Everything, if she just didn't have the baseball cap on backwards, I think it would have been a lot better. And I didn't like Kendall with no eyebrows. If everyone can tell, I'm a huge Kardashian girly. I was going to say, we're going to talk about the Kardashians also in today's episode, just on hustle culture. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Gee, who is your favorite if you had to pick? My favorite? I know it pains you, but. I was waiting for Taylor Swift because I heard that she might go. I know. That would have been fun. Um, But then the plane took off to London. Yeah, I mean, I I did like Blake Lively's dress. Mm-hmm. Most of the people, I was just like, "That's interesting." Yeah. 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 But I no one really like. There wasn't really like a standout. I don't think, honestly. I thought it was so funny how like all of the men were just like wearing suits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they yeah. they really flopped a lot of them. But flopped, I also feel sure. like that's fine. That's what they wore. <laughs> Yeah, that's Gilded Age. Yeah, it was, I feel like for men, it was so easy because you could just wear like a tuxedo, like, and it could just be like, stot, you know what I'm saying? Like a tuxedo that you would have worn back then. Like you really can't screw it up for men and some of them missed it. Like the guy that wore that pink thing. Oh my God. Oh, what about the guy who looked like Edward Scissorhands? I don't even know who he was, but it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. People were like mistaking for Jared Leno at, Leto at first, and I yes. just, just thought that was so funny. It's so just not him. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of the Met Gala, that is kind of like the hustle in the workplace for these celebrities. Um, but let's talk about the hustle in the workplace for us regular people for us normal galleys, um, and how, you know, that kind of attributes to this idea of hustle culture. Well, I see the first thing, hustling in the workplace. I mean... Do you want me to give you a definition of hustle culture first? Yeah, let's okay. let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. So basically, idea. it's a lifestyle <laughs> where career has become such a priority in your life or the environment that you work in in that other aspects of being human, such as hobbies, family time, and self-care often take a backseat. Yeah. So work over personal life. Yeah, that's a no, a huge no from me. A massive no. (laughs) I'm just never, I feel like some people are like that, and I think that that's great if that is what drives you in life, but working does not drive me in life, family, friends, experiences, things like that drive me personally. Um, you know, when I'm good at my job, I work really hard. I, I do what I have to do yesterday and today I was out of office and I was still sending people messages over our like little chatting system and I worked on Saturday so that I could be off Monday, Tuesday and get stuff done that needed to be done. I'll do stuff like that, but I mean, 
I don't like to do stuff like that. Like I know some people like wake up and they're like, oh, I, I, I want to work today. And like, you know, I feel that way a lot of days about my job. But like when it interferes with life like that, that's where like I draw the line personally. Yeah. Um, I like to keep those two separate. Um, and I just don't feel like I'm a hustle culture girly. I very much value my free time, my time away from work. Um, do you think that I, has to do with your profession? Do you think the title of your job in the industry that you're in attributes to you feeling like you like your personal life or value your personal life over your professional life? I don't think so. I think I would – because what I'm doing is what I want to be doing. So I don't think so. I think I'm just – I think it's just me. What about you guys? Yeah, but How like you about it? on that same page, like – I feel like for me, I don't really like have another choice right now. Yeah. Like this this year, especially, I feel like I've like literally had to neglect so many of the things that I like used to love doing mm-hmm. because of my job. And it's not because I wanted to, but it's like really because of like COVID and like remediation and stuff. And I feel like COVID has had such a huge, like, role in this whole idea because when people were on unemployment and other people were considered, like, essential workers, like, there was just this huge divide in the country about, like, who's sitting at home and working and, like, sorry, who's sitting at home not working and, Mm -hmm. like, who's still going in office and working every day. And now they like there's this idea that like people aren't going back to work and companies like are hurting because people aren't going back to work. And I mean, even being a teacher, like we feel this all the time. There's staff shortages, but I really think that like COVID has played like such a big impact on this. And like especially being in America, Mm -hmm. because like we just emphasize your job above all and yeah. it's honestly yeah. just like a very like toxic culture because so toxic. it just it takes away from any enjoyment that like you could have even been having like sometimes I get home and I'm like oh my god I could be doing this I could be doing this like it's hard to even like let yourself relax because you know you have five million things to do yeah. And, and I yeah. also think that's, sorry that's G, okay. to interrupt you, but I think that's also like the hard part about, you know, how COVID switched our work lifestyle because a lot of people now are working from home. So there's not really that division between like, you know, leaving the office, which some people still do. Um, and then they can kind of like turn off their work brain, so to speak. But a lot of people working remotely now, there's no like, clear like okay I'm gonna shut my laptop and turn off the work day because you know you get an email at 9 p.m and you're like oh shoot my laptop's right here like I could easily respond to this or like I could easily like keep going after dinner's over so that I feel like more caught up like there's never you know that like extreme work-life balance um and I think that only attributes more to gee what you were just speaking on that we feel like we can never truly like turn it off yeah and I feel like this year has really made me like think about 
what I want to do with like the rest of my life because Mm -hmm. pretty much like all the things that like we've been saying so far I just really feel like in the beginning of the pandemic everyone was like oh my god like nurses teachers blah 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 like you are so great but like ever since like we've been back in person I'm not saying that like oh like I should like be getting praise or like whatever but like New York City like it just like denied like the school budget and like it's it's always like a battle between like being compensated and like fairly compensated for your work and like having to work for every single one of your students and just like I don't know sometimes you just like really feel like it doesn't almost pay off especially like in these past couple of years and it just like makes you like have to work harder because now there's so much going on and the kids were so affected and yeah but no one ever stops to think about like social media i feel like yeah but like no one even stops to think about like exactly like adults are affected it's not just them it's you too i think it's really interesting just the the you know how you're talking about unemployment and the people that are staying home and you know a lot of people and companies are like how are these people not working etc and this kind of goes into you know kim kardashian's interview um about hustling and working and how she got to where she is i know that she didn't mean to attribute i keep saying attribute a lot um <laughs> i know that the she word didn't of the mean day to relay this message in the way that it was taken by some people but um she did and i'll just say this in quotes i'm doing air quotes obviously you guys can't see me but she said i have the best advice for women in business get your freaking ass up and work it seems like nobody wants to work these days how did you guys take that did you take that in the way that she meant it and she meant it more in the sense you know that she came so far and people thinks that she just like you know got put in the place that she is and she didn't have to work to get there or did you take it more in the sense that you know there's so many people out there that just like want to make money and not work and therefore just like benefiting off unemployment so i definitely have like a hot take on this so nobody come for me but i i interpret it i interpreted it basically as how the last few years have been going and that nobody wants to fucking work and nobody wants to get up and do anything. I did not take it when I heard it. I heard it before all the backlash. Like I feel like I was kind of early to the video. And like honestly, when she said that, I was like, yeah. I was like, I guess she's not the person that you want to be hearing from. But but let's say I said that in a video. People would be like, oh, we, we don't even know who this person is. Yeah, she's right. I just think it came from her and people don't like her. And like people are like, she didn't have to work for anything, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get into all that. But I understand why people are mad. But I thought the message behind it was true. And again, I think had it come from somebody else, people would have been fine with it. People would have been like, yeah, she's right. No one wants to get up and work. Like literally go to your local Starbucks. You see who's working? It's people that are older. I don't see any kids working. I don't ever see kids out working. No teenagers or young adults are working. It's literally older people that are out there doing these jobs for us. And it's like disgusting to me. My job 
right now we're very short-staffed. I know G was just talking about how teaching, they tend to be short-staffed. Like literally everywhere is short-staffed because people apparently are still living off unemployment, I guess. I don't know how that's working. But anyways, that's my hot take on that. I thought what she said was very relevant to the world the past few years. And again, I just think that if someone else had said it, and I don't know who that person would have been and you know how it would have been better, but I just think people would have taken it differently had somebody else who wasn't so rich and famous had said it. Um, And again, I I understand why people were outraged. Like I do get it. But I thought the whole message was pretty accurate, honestly. And I don't think she was trying to target like the the mom who maybe stays at home or maybe the mom that like works three jobs and works for her kids. Like I think she would say that that person – she would praise that person. Like that person is out there, like maybe you're a single mom and you're working three jobs or something. Like I don't think that's who she was targeting and that's what people were giving her backlash for. And I just think that the whole message was received really, really poorly. So anyways, everyone can come for me if they want, but I agree with her. (laughs) What about you guys? You can slam me if you want. I don't care. I know it's a hot take. Everyone that I talk to yells at me and I'm like, I I don't really care. I'm like, that's just my opinion. You know, we all have our own opinions and thoughts. (laughs) I mean, I guess like it doesn't like for me, it doesn't really matter like how she said it because um, she she has no right in my opinion. Like, um, yeah, I could put out a sex tape, but I would lose my job. So, like, she got into wealth, grew up in in, in wealth. Mm -hmm. Like, she isn't going, she's not going to fail. And no matter how many people have, like, slammed the Kardashians for putting out bad products, like, they can say that that's hustle, hustle culture for, like revamping and whatever but at the end of the day like people are still gonna buy like their shitty stuff i i think like she could have meant it like yeah like i worked really hard to get here and like maybe that's so but like not everyone has the same upper hand and that's like why it's hard to hear or she could have meant it as people are still sitting at home and while i completely understand like where you're coming from like people aren't being fairly compensated for their jobs. Like, I mean, I have a higher education than like a lot of people, but I'm probably like, but there are people that have no education that are being compensated like way more than me. And like, when you think about it like that, like, of course you wouldn't want to go back to work. Like that's, that's like how I think all the time. Like why, why would I want to like do this job when like there are other people that are like, not working nearly as hard as me making like double triple what I make and when you have this education and you are making minimum and you have to go into a minimum wage job like she has no idea because she probably never worked a minimum wage job so yeah I completely Mm -hmm. understand like right we we don't have yeah people aren't going out and and like I 
I understand, like, there are people that exploit the system. Like, I know people that exploit the system. And, like, that that upsets me, too, to no end. Yeah. Because it's, like, we're out here, like, working really hard, doing everything that we can just to support ourselves. Like, we were just talking last week about, like, our rent going up and, like, yeah. all of the yeah. ways that they just, like, keep coming at us. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you're working hard. Well, like now I'm raising your rent now like your electricity now this now that and it's like there are so many things in life that I like used to like enjoy doing so much like shopping and you know like just like little things that I just like can't do anymore because like I have to save money but I have to think about that and like the like people can't afford that on a minimum wage job and like I don't work a minimum wage job like right I think about that a lot too it's like perspective yeah because I, I totally get what you're saying, G, because I'm like, I feel like I'm drowning, so I can't even imagine how other people feel, Yeah, you know? I also think that she started out with privilege, privilege, which is like where, you know, this entire phrase, I think, got so much backlash is because yeah. she did start out with privilege. So like, you know, she is where she is today because of privilege and because she, you know, and she works but the overarching theme is that like you know many people didn't start out with that privilege and many people didn't start out with that upper hand whatever you want to call it i have Um, a very interesting question for you guys had a man in the same position said this do you think there would have been the same amount of backlash well yeah everyone's like coming for elon musk for literally buying twitter Mm -hmm when he like could have done so so many other things like i think that people are starting to realize that like these people that we've been idolizing are kind of just like jerks like yeah. they yeah they've all had an upper hand somewhere and like i feel like that's why a lot of people have been like going towards influencers more because like not everyone had this like born into money life story like people like yeah made something from themselves or of themselves from like a new platform and like really learns like how to utilize it and stuff and like I understand like in in that sense or like when you're building a a business like you do have to get up and work like things aren't going to come easy to you yeah Yeah. and like you have to work like day and night for everything that you want and like can dream of it's not going to be handed to you but i think the issue is that like it was handed to her so yeah i'm I'm not saying that like she didn't work hard or anything and that other people don't work hard but it's like there are literally people that know that they have to work hard and yeah 100% there are people that are not doing anything. So no matter how she said it, it's fine because because (laughs) she'll say something stupid again in a month. (laughs) I think just what she already did last night about the 16 pounds that drew people from Oh, my God. I, yeah, I I don't want to talk about that one. Anyways, let's get off the the, the, um, Kardashian uh, (laughs) book here. But I think the common theme, you know, just out of this entire episode – And something that I struggle with is comparison. You know, like, this person's Mm -hmm. working harder than you. This person's making more money than you. 
um, you know, you can't afford this, this person can. And like, that's like a huge thing, especially, you know, like Molly and I went to the mall today after work and we were just talking about like our rent getting raised and it just being like so ridiculous that like, Insane. you know, like, and how do people in our building do it? And, you know, I... we'd really like to stay here, but it's not working for us. And mm-hmm. All those kinds of things, but you're just like comparing your wealth, you're comparing your status, your like work status, um, yeah, and all those things to like other people, and it's just like, especially in hustle culture for me, it makes it just so much like, I hate the latter that is the yeah. professional world. You know, I understand that there is like a workflow and places, yeah. you know. People need to be in places for their experience and thing. What I hate is the fact that, you know, everyone wants to like one up each other in this hustle culture world that we're living in. Yeah. It's very competitive. Yeah. I definitely struggle with that a lot too, Annie. Especially, I don't like ever really talk about this, but I'm definitely like fine talking about it. But, I worked in the tech industry for three years and when I moved over to beauty, I had no beauty experience. So no one really gave a shit about my three years of experience and that I was an associate. No one really cared. So I had to apply to coordinator positions and here I am a year later, um, over a year later, I'm still a coordinator. There are multiple girls on my team that are my age that are, you know, assistant managers and They make a lot more money than I do. I really don't make a lot of money at all, Um, especially for our area. I want to say that as well, especially for where we live. It's very expensive down here, and people get paid a shit ton of money in New York City. Um, Some people. So I feel very behind. I'm basically working a job that a college student could graduate and get if they have some internship experience, and it's shitty. Yeah, I think – Molly, and also then you're just like we were talking about yeah. comparing yourself because put it into perspective, you didn't start out in the beauty industry right. and this is an industry that you want to be in for a long time because you're super passionate about right. it and interested in it. And so that's a sacrifice that you had to make in your professional career to be where you want to be. Yeah. So you made that sacrifice and a lot of people would be too scared to do that. And you did that and you sh- that's something that you should be proud of and it's a sacrifice you make. And, you know, in 10 years, you're going to be like, that's so silly that I was thinking about that because you're going to be, you know, so high up in a company that's not even going to matter where you started and that you had three years of experience that you yeah. lost, which no experience is bad experience. That's something that you could potentially use for, you know, a different job in the future um, if you look at it that way. Yeah, but no, you're I just right. Think that, you know, like, we all get into this mindset where we like silo ourselves and we talk poorly about ourselves and our experience. And like, yeah, it's a coping mechanism, you know, like I'm having a shitty day. Like, I'm just going to talk about like how bloated I am and like how I feel like I'm doing so much work and not getting rewarded for it. And like, this is annoying me and that's annoying me. But in the greater scheme of things, just want to let you know that you're doing a good job. You're so nice. You're like a rock star. And you know, we all give ourselves a little credit and treat ourselves sometimes so yeah no you're right it's like put it out there. it oh is God. like because I can see you going down a rabbit hole yeah no I just like I've been thinking about it a lot lately and it's just very frustrating um you know and I'm sure a lot of you know maybe this is speaking yeah. to somebody else that's listening 
um, you know, hopefully someone else can relate or not hopefully someone else can relate, but maybe somebody else can relate and that like kind of helps. Like yeah, you just never know, you know, people's lives, especially where we post online and everything looks great, but like you don't actually know like what's going on in people's lives. And like it really is hard to compare when you don't know the full picture. But, you know, for me, it just has been like shitty probably the past like four months just feeling like I'm really behind where all my friends are compensation wise. Um, and then also just like status wise, like on what my job title is. So, you know, I, yeah. you know, something that I deal with and, you know, hope, hopefully get a promotion soon. Everybody please pray for me. Um, but you know, it, the good thing is like Annie said, like, I do know I'm doing a good job and that I'm working really hard to get to where I want to be, which is great. But it's just sometimes for me, like I think so much into the future that it's hard to like put the blinders on, like we've said in the past. Yeah. So what about burnout guys? I feel like we talk about this in our group chat a lot. Like how are you guys feeling right now? Is anyone feeling burnt out? Gee, yes. you're coming up to the end of the school year. Annie's feeling burnt out. I was going to say, she's probably the most burnt out. I'm like shoving COVID tests up my nose like every day. Ew, oh my just God. Just to feel something. No, just kidding. Just so I can get a couple <laughs> days off. What about you, Annie? Feeling a little burnt out with like life, with your job? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah. Um, similarly to Molly, I've been feeling down about myself. And I think it's a test, like you know, to the fact that I've changed jobs so many times in the past year. So if you're new here, um, I was with Vineyard Vines for a year and a half, almost, no, longer I was going to say, definitely longer than that. Yeah, sorry, from <laughs> 20, um, 2018 to 2022. So yeah. Almost <laughs> That's like four, almost four years. I know. Anyways. That's okay. Um, this isn't a math podcast year. unless you're G. <laughs> yeah. I left there in April of 2021 because, you know, I just wanted to try something new. My, you know, yeah. boss wasn't that great and I felt like I wasn't being mentored or leaded in the way that I wanted to. So I left. I went to a different company and I was there for six months and I will not speak poorly about the people who work there or what the job was, but um, I left in October of 2021 joined a new job um, that I liked. It was fine. I wasn't super passionate about it. Didn't feel, you know, any sort of animosity towards it. It was just a mm-hmm. job. And now I am starting a new job in two weeks. Um, and so I feel like the girl who's like, doesn't know, can't figure it out, don't, you know, doesn't know what she wants to do, has changed jobs so much. And like, that makes me insecure. Like, how does that look on a resume? You yeah. know, like I've... Um, changed so many jobs. Like for a girl who doesn't like change, the amount of jobs that I've had in just this past year has been crazy. And I was very insecure about it when I was going into the interview process for this job that I got and am now going to take um, for Bolin Branch. And I was very, very insecure about it on my resume. And the woman who was interviewing me asked, you know, why are you leaving your current job? And I was just very candid with her and you know, my past experience, I was like, I know you've probably seen on my resume that I've changed jobs a lot in the past year, but mentorship and leadership and learning from people above me is something that I 
like need. I want to like further my experience, my career, you know, and I haven't found that with the people I've worked with over the past year. And those weren't right fits for me because of that and also because of the industry and what I was yeah. doing. And she was like, you know, like a lot of people don't admit that and they all stay in a job for, you know, way longer. So like you being self-aware is actually something that's super admirable. And after she said that, I was literally like, wow, you know what? I do know what I want. I do know what doesn't work for me. And if that means that I've changed, you know, jobs in the past year, however many times, like, you know, that's what it is. I know what I want. And so maybe this one is going to be a better fit for me because she clearly you know, saw something in me that she liked and she felt like she could be a good mentor and leader to me. And that's something that she knew that was important to me. So I think we're on the right track, but you know, there's different ways of being insecure about what your job is. You know, I think that's great. Like the best thing you can do, especially with your career is like, be honest with yourself. And I think that is really admirable. Um, and being able to be candid with her about it, you know, I'm sure, as yeah. she said, like that was something she really appreciated and admired because it is important. You know, I don't think any majority of – there definitely are companies. I've heard some stories from my friends. I don't think it's companies as a whole. I definitely think it's a management thing. But, you know, you definitely run into some managers, bosses that maybe just don't really give a shit. But it seems like, you know, with this new job, she is going to give a shit, which – I love, you know, I'm not, I'm not slamming anyone, but I just think that the whole thing of hustle culture, we can kind of bring it back to that. It's basically like you work to work, like you work to live, like nobody, or you live to work, whatever that you guys know what I'm trying to say. Like I personally work to live, like I work to stay alive. Um, But some people, you know, some people have a different mentality and like work is everything to them. And people need to realize that there's boundaries and then there's also ways to make the experience for their employees and for their superiors to be um, more productive and enjoy their experience and have a positive experience. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I again, I think, I think this is just a cultural thing. I really do. And to bring it back to what G said earlier, like America, like something that really sticks out to me, and this is like on topic, off topic, is maternity leave. I remember I was on a call with oh. our team in New Zealand, and the woman was saying how. She, you know, was going to have a baby in a couple months, whatever. She was letting us know someone was going to take her position. And she was like, we were like, oh, what's maternity leave over there? Like, it was just all women on the call. So we were just talking about it. And she was like, well, we can take up to a year. And like my jaw dropped. I was like, a year? Like, <laughs> you can actually take up to a year? Like, that? you you can't do that here. Like, you literally cannot do that yeah. here. Like, people are lucky to get 12 weeks. Like, it's just so crazy how in America we just like praise this toxic hustle culture and we don't praise like people's lives outside of work so that's what I have to say on that (laughs) do you got anything else I don't know I've been thinking about shifting around maybe We'll see. Just in your role? My career. Yeah. Like not teaching or like swapping to somewhere else? Not teaching. Hmm. So we'll see. 
Well, the summer's coming, so I feel like you'll have some time to reflect. Yeah, a lot of time to figure it out. Some time to reflect. Do you have to let them know, like, before the end of the year if you're coming back? Yeah, what is, what's that like? Because, like, for us, like, we would just put in two weeks. Like, what is that, what's that like in the yeah. teaching world? Well, for the teachers, you have to usually give them 30 days. Um, like, you can quit mid-year, mm-hmm. but, like, people don't yeah. usually do that. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the year, they, like, ask you if you're if you want to come back and then... Yeah, but I just feel like everyone usually just puts down yes and still, like, would look for, like, other jobs, you know? (laughs) So you, like, so let's say you start on September 1st. Like, you could realistically say to them on August 1st, like, I'm not coming back if you really wanted to. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And in New York City, if you just want to transfer, like, between districts, I mean, between schools within New York City – it's a little bit easier because mm-hmm. it's all one district. So like oh, you can just apply to like other work at other schools and they can transfer you internally. Interesting. Yeah. So you just feel like burnt out from teaching or just like that I just feel like are not interested in it anymore. I just feel like COVID has kind of been like a buzzkill. And yeah. also I feel like I'm working like crazy, but also like not getting anything done. Yep. Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like. Like the to-do list is literally never ending. It's just like, I'm very tired. Yeah. I don't like waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, I don't really feel like. Yeah, you're just on this cycle. Yeah. That, and I just like don't yeah. really feel motivated to like do anything else because of it like I get home from work and like that's it yeah like you're so burnt out that like even going to the grocery store is like a nuisance yes very relatable very very relatable I think a lot of people that listen will probably be able to relate to that on some level yeah, we should do like a little poll box and you can leave your thoughts just on hustle culture and you know, whether you're feeling yeah. similarly about your jobs and all that good stuff because we'd love to have conversations with you guys yeah. about how you're feeling. Um, I'll think of some good poll questions. Good we can do like question box and like some polls. I feel like people like polls better because it's like you don't have to think so much. You just, yeah, yeah you, you just, just click because that's how I feel personally when I see those. It's yeah. just easy. Well, maybe we should end on a positive note. Maybe we should all say one positive thing that is going on for us right now to to really lift the spirits of everyone. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Hit us. Um, I got a new job. Woo! That's a positive thing that I'm actually really excited Yay. about. And I'm working two days in the office, which I'm even more excited about because I feel like I can get dressed up again, get out of the house and talk to people besides my dog. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, G? All right. I have 34 <laughs> days left of school. That there we go. There you go. Beautiful. It's going to go faster than you think. Countdown to summer. Um I just got back from a few days with my family from a little trip to Vermont, which was really nice. And I have a wedding in two weeks 
and I'm going to get to reunite with a lot of my college friends. So those are two things from me. There you go. I broke the rules, but that's two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you guys all know the drill by now, so leave us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, if you've been loving the podcast. If not, we don't care. (laughs) Just kidding. You can DM us and let us know what else you would like to hear instead or if you have suggestions, (laughs) all that good stuff. So stay up to date on all of our episodes by following our Instagram at we met on IG the podcast, and we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.